Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. On today's episode of All the Shit I've Learned Abroad, we're going to do a 2022 travel check-in. After spending the last two years pretty much stagnant with not really being able to travel a whole lot because of COVID, obviously, we've been back on the road and also in the sky (laughs) and making up for lost time. So we've referenced a lot of our travels over the last few weeks in some of our episodes, but we thought today we'd do a deep dive into what we've been up to so far this year. So let's get into it. We have our cameras on today. Yeah, I can see you. Any, any long-time listeners will know that Steph and I, the majority of our episodes, we do with the cameras off because we are like, thank God Steph and I actually never went to school together because we would have been those two, two people like in the classroom just staring at each other, like trying to make each other laugh. <laughs> yeah. And this is what we do. So sometimes, I don't know, we just decided today we just wanted to... See, I wanted look, to see your face. I wanted to look into your eyes while we <laughs> while we record this episode <laughs> in anticipation of being together. I know in a week or yeah. two. This is exciting. Steph and I are going to see each other twice in one year. This rarely happens. I think on average we see each other like once every two years, which is crazy. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it because not only do we do this podcast together, but we are constantly in each other's inboxes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Everything Steph is doing at every given moment. Fact. Everything. Like, literally everything. And, yeah, so for those of you wondering if Steph and I are actually best friends in real life, we are. (laughs) We are. (laughs) Yeah. I actually wasn't going to be home when you were going, because you're going for a wedding, and to meet your new baby. My new baby. baby. So guys, I was going to say nephew or niece, and then I realized I didn't actually know and said baby. <laughs> so, guys, I've had a baby, but he's over in Canada. Uh, no, I've got a, I've got a brand new baby nephew, and yes. the timing okay. could not have been more perfect with my friend's wedding as well. So it's yeah. like two birds, one stone. So thank you, little baby Brennan, my new nephew, who came. And then, yeah, yes. at the right time. And then I pur- purposely just booked to be home to see you well i mean it made sense i said to steph like you're in the u.s you're literally on the same continent continent that's that's where we're at which (laughs) rarely happens so yeah so i'm excited we're gonna do and we're both gonna be like in our hometown 
which is going to be hilarious because doing stuff yeah. in our hometown is funny. After, Brantford. Brantford, Ontario. <laughs> after you've left, it's funny. And so we're going to hit up all the bars, I'm sure, see some old friendly faces hey. from high school. <laughs> Great. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be good. Um, yes. So we're both overlapping our travels, which is fantastic. And for this week, we really just thought we would do sort of a travel check-in. Yeah. I feel like, you know, we had two years of pandemic content or trying to create content during a pandemic where now it's like, we're on the move. Our listeners are on the move. There's so much happening after standstill that yeah. it's like we haven't even we've made so many references in episodes lately to like i've been in greece i've been in israel i've been in the states and it's like there's no oh, hold on context yeah yeah and we've literally done like we've gone from zero to 180 like traveling i don't know if we're making up for lost time but like it's like every yeah. every few week either of us are like getting on a plane <laughs> or getting in the car going away somewhere and it's I mean, I'm exhausted, but in a good way. In a good way. Yeah. So Canada, Canada, I think is going to be. Well, I say this; it's going to be my last trip of the year. But my friend and I are now talking about Turkey. Going I was to gonna say, I think you're full of it. It's only August. I know, I know. So we'll see. I, we might add Turkey to the list. But yeah, as Steph said, we thought we would just do a check in, talk about what we've been yeah. up to, just with each other, but also to let our listeners know what we've been doing. If you know, again, you guys follow us on social media, and you probably see. I mean, I'm such a social media whore. I will post everything I'm doing. Um, whereas, Steph, I feel like you're not as much. You're yeah. You're more into the stories. I'm more into the posts. Yeah. I Yeah, I don't post much, oddly enough. Um, but same thing. Yeah, anyone who follows me, I've been on the road for months now in yeah. the States. So let's talk about um, you. What will you... You have been okay. road tripping again. Like, I feel like you're the queen of road tripping. And I love driving. Yeah. Like you, I love road tripping with you because I don't have to drive. <laughs> I like, I don't really enjoy driving. I am a much better. We've said this before. I'm a better passenger. Yeah. You're a better driver. And it works yeah. well for us. Well, I'll tell you, because I've had, I've met up with friends along the way who live over here, and I had one friend road tripping with me, and I was like, she was like on her phone the whole time, texting the whole time, and I was kind of driving, and I had to check myself, but I was like, your responsibility as the passenger is content. Like, why aren't you getting good photos? You are the, (laughs) this is where Steph and I, we know, I'm the content creator, I take the photos, I take the videos. I capture yes. all the elements that Steph cannot do because she has her well, hands at 10 and 2. I have to drive safely. <laughs> Most of the time. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. I was getting so low-key annoyed because I like road tripping with you. The lines are very clear. Who's responsible exactly. for what? Oh, we have this like written out like a job description. Like I know what <laughs> Steph does, which is basically driving and navigating. You're Because I'm not a good navigator. Even though no. I'm a terrible no. navigator. So Steph can... You are very good at doing both driving and I mean, now we have obviously like sat navs and whatever, Yeah. but I'm responsible for the content and the entertainment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so can't wait to see you again and we'll have to get in the car just to go for a drive. We will. I've missed you and that role. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait um, for you to drive over more medians. Do you know what's actually funny now that I'm, 
now that I've just said this, this this was so I'm actually just gonna just quickly mention mm-hmm. when I was recently in Israel. Yeah. I went to Israel for work. And do you remember so when we were in Canada, our last day of our road trip <laughs> driving yeah. to the airport and Steph drove over a highway median. Yeah, it was covered in snow. I couldn't covered even see it. Covered in snow. We almost smashed up our rental car. <laughs> and I stayed. It was pretty bad. Very calm. But can I just say, my, on my drive from the airport in Israel to my hotel at 2 o'clock in the morning, I also got into a car accident when a car yeah. drove over the median from the other <laughs> side of the highway. Yeah. And I've just like thought, like, how has this happened twice in a year? Oh, what is that movie? Fatal Fatal Attraction? What? No, I want to say Fatal Attraction, but that definitely no. was final, <laughs> no. final, final, desti- final, desti- final destination. <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking the same. Anyways, but yeah, why? Oh my god! So yeah, yeah it was so, just meant to happen, and we we uh, got away with it. Well, but bad things happen in threes. So does this mean that I'm going to have one more accident somewhere in like Canada? No, because we didn't have an accident. We didn't. But I'm just saying. There seems to be some connection here with people driving over medians and when I'm around. I don't know. I think that just means you shouldn't get behind the wheel anywhere. Because then it will be, that would be your third time. Okay, fine. All right. So anyways, continuing. So, okay. So you're in the U.S. Yes, I've been here. I originally came over for work in Santa Fe, New Mexico. I had a work event I was running in June, which we've talked about. And... I just decided to extend. I think this would be a good time to remind people that like travel bloggers, travel podcasters, especially influencers, it's always just the highlight reel that you get of the good stuff. Yeah. Because I came over here to kind of like I'm going through a fresh start, Mm -hmm. having a hard time. So I figured being on the road and at least exploring this would be the best. This is like your therapy. When Steph's like on the road with her like country pop music. country music on <laughs> which i will tolerate to a certain degree when i'm with Steph. <laughs> yeah. um yeah but yeah she's in her elements <laughs> yeah it's been gr- the days i'm driving i'm just like living mm. um you're yeah, like so it's been great i'd never back in 2017 i did a major road trip where i saw almost every u.s state and utah and colorado were two of the ones i really hadn't spent much time in so I thought, you know what? I'm over here. I'm right next door, essentially. I will do those two states. And I've been spending a good chunk of time in Utah and Colorado exploring Salt Lake City, the national parks, um, Denver. I'm currently in Colorado Springs. That's where we're recording from now. And yeah, I think it's just been good for me mentally to be on the road. Yeah. And what's been mm-hmm. like the highlight? Uh, I, I'm going to say the national parks. I've okay. never, I'd never oddly enough been to a U.S. national park, which in hindsight now, I don't understand why I didn't do that on my previous trip. Yeah. Because um, the one thing people forget is, you know, when we think of the states right now, it's so many, you think of like the politics, the social issues going on and the fighting. And one thing you really forget is the states is one of the most beautiful countries I've ever traveled. Yeah. And every state is so different. So I genuinely have moments where, you know, I cross the border into another state and the landscape starts changing and my jaw drops and I'll be, I'll say, 
oh my god out loud yeah like where am i so beautiful yeah Yeah. so it's really it's been really good having those moments and the national parks definitely do that like i went to moab and i went to arches national park i'd never seen anything like it there Mm. where is that in utah in utah okay yeah yeah so it was on the way to colorado and i wasn't even planning on going there and this is the best part about road trips and making it up as you go I knew I had two days, and I just thought I'd drive straight to Grand Junction, which is just across the border of Colorado, Mm -hmm. and I just saw a sign that said Moab, and I knew I'd heard of it, and I just turned and drove in and got a hotel once I was in the town, and then kind of like read everything about the national park and did it in the morning and nailed it, shall I say. Well, and this is the best part sometimes about not planning too much, because we always talk about how i don't know we're somewhere in the middle we're not the best planners depending on the type of trip i might do a bit more planning but like this is why i do like to be spontaneous because you can just kind of end up like it's kind of the same with me when i just sometimes feel the need to hop on a plane in europe and again as we know it's easy to do that and i just look at a place and go i've never been here that flight's cheap i'm gonna go there see what happens which i've done in a lot of places and You know, I'm always very surprised when I get there. Yeah, I love that. I will say I've had the most hilarious time because so I had to rent a car for my whole time here. Obviously, it's very hard to get around in the States without one. Yeah. Um, And I rented a Toyota Camry. And when I went to the budget office to pick it up, the guy was like, um, he's like, we got the Mustang convertible. Do you want that? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yes, uh, yeah, you're living like uh, this is like a Hollywood film for you. This is <laughs> your like Hollywood moment. It's funny though because I drive around and I'm blaring my country music and I feel like I'm this like country girl, which a I'm not at all. I grew up in a town of a hundred thousand. I mean, we grew up, you know, near farms. Well, when you move to London and Melbourne, Brantford starts to feel feel more like country. you so grew up in on my a head, farm. Mentally, I'm just a country girl from the sticks you're just a little country bumpkin (laughs) and um but yet at the same time i'm driving through utah blasting country music in a ford mustang convertible with the roof down with california plates oh my god i love this i do not look like a country girl at all you have a thing with convertibles though this is the one steph and i were younger she drove a lebaron chrysler chrysler lebaron convertible convertible. we used to cruise around in that car yeah. All the time. We'd like, we'd be like six girls in that car and like all blondes. And we'd like be driving around listening to like Christina Aguilera. That's when Steph was in her pop phase. Now she's in her country phase. <laughs> can't hold us down. I can't wait for you to get into like your heavy metal phase. I give it like 10 more years. That's and not Steph's happening. Steph's going to be into like death metal, like Swedish death metal. And she'll be driving Swedish. around in like some <laughs> convertible on like her next road trip listening to like Pantera and Slayer. I see this for I, you in your future stuff. I think that's what we would call a midlife crisis. <laughs> Maybe. I'll be 47 at that point. <laughs> I so. would love to see this. And I feel like that is when our music preferences will start to align a little bit more. <laughs> I don't see this happening. <laughs> um. Um, yeah, the rental car has been so funny because I've had so many lessons learned. I've got to tell you. Mm. like tell me uh even from when i went to pick it up and i was in southern california when i went to get it and i had an appointment to pick it up at 2 p.m i had to pay 50 us bucks to uber to the appointment got there at five after two 
on a Saturday. Mm. They closed at two. Oh God! And I was literally the with the exchange rate. It was almost a hundred dollar cab ride to get there. And then I was so I'm standing outside in this like forty degree heat, kind trying to find. There was one other location that was open till four p.m. Mm. And I had to catch a seventy five U S dollar Uber to that location to get there fifteen minutes before they closed because it was so far Jesus. away. Yeah, it was wild. Um, I mean, this is like so that- the rental, like when we went to drop our rental car off in Canada, where we had an early morning flight, we're like, oh, can we even drop it off? Is it open? But like- a drop off, at least drop off is easy. You can yeah. drop the keys. Well, we didn't know that go. at the time. We also learned that, <laughs> didn't we? Where we're like, oh, we can just drop them in the, at the. Um, no, I've dropped keys a bunch of times before. You just leave the car and drop oh. the key. But I can't remember what up, our. You're screwed. Yeah. Yeah, so, but that worked out. Then I got the Mustang, picked it up, was like, yeah, this is sick. Got back to where I was staying, got my suitcase. My suitcase is physically bigger than the dimensions of the trunk. So you couldn't even fit. How big is your suitcase? It's a big one because I was coming over here for months. So I brought my biggest suitcase and a Ford That's Mustang so, convertible. Can I just say, this is so funny because I remember when you traveled around the world. For like almost two years with like the smallest backpack I had ever seen. And I had to bring you <laughs> clothes when I met up with you in Egypt. Steph's like, can you bring me any like cute dresses that maybe you don't want anymore? I'm like, yeah, fine. And I basically brought her like a new wardrobe and she well, discarded all of it. So yeah, I don't get it how you're in a car traveling around with a massive suitcase, but yet you can travel around the world to like 50 well, different keep countries. Keep in mind, I was, I was coming over for work. So I have Fine. like high heels, tons of work clothes, okay. clothes, suits, stuff like that too. That I Not just like flip flops and tank tops, which is no. usually what you pack. <laughs> <laughs> That's the extent so of it. And tights. Every time I go to go anywhere, I have to go out, drop the roof down, hoist the car, or hoist the luggage up and over into the car and then put the roof back up to even be able to get around and andrea i don't even know if i've told you this i the other day was leaving where i was staying in denver went out hoisted it in did my thing i do every day sat down and went to drive away and i'm like wow it smells like shit here (laughs) look down and i physically had shit all over my romper did you shit yourself <laughs> I questioned it for half a second. What did you eat? Oh my god! What is the, they say the food in the U.S. is sometimes a bit questionable. So obviously, I got out of the car, looked at the back seat. There was shit all over the leather seats of the convertible in the back. Oh god! And what happened was when I wheeled my bag out, I someone must have not picked up after their dog, oh. and I wheeled my suitcase through dog shit. Oh, and dog it, shit. Oh, I mean, any shit horrible. stinks, obviously. But. It was horrible. I had to... Obviously, I went in and changed right away. Um, but then I was out there cleaning the car, and there's those little... You know how mm-hmm. leather seats have millions of dots in them? Oh, I spent hours cleaning this car. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah. It's so hard, to, it's hard to get, like, a stinky <laughs> smell out of a car as well. Like, like if yeah. somebody, like, throws up in a car. As somebody... I'll put my hands up that has thrown up in a taxi before. (laughs) This is why taxis charge you a lot of money if that happens. And I did that when I was like 16 before anybody comments. All right. It was like over 20 years ago. (laughs) Well, I totally understand the fee now because it was unreal. The level of detail. Um, So then 
Yeah, and then I decided, because I'm in Colorado, I decided I don't want to drive back to L.A. for my flight to Canada. I yeah. just don't. I don't know. I used to live in this world of, like, my flight was my flight. My pickup and drop off for the lo- car was what it was. And now I'm just like, no, nah, I'm going to fly out of somewhere else. Lucy goosey. Like, <laughs> I've just realized how companies will accommodate you. I yeah. was such a rule follower. No, I think so, even air, like we talk about airlines and I don't know. We always have this idea, like even airlines will not let you change things or whatever. And like, it's no. not true at all. And as long as you book direct through yeah. the airline, actually, it's so funny because I'm sort of going on off on a tangent, but I saw a post today in one of the Facebook groups I'm part of it for Canadians over in the UK. And somebody was going on about how they'd booked a flight with one of the airlines, but they booked it through Expedia. And Expedia is great Never. for finding deals or whatever. And then they needed to change something. And they were like, oh, WestJet, the, the airline, they won't let me change it. Da, 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 da. I'm like, this is exactly why you always book direct through the airline yeah. and if you do i found anytime i need to make changes or even like cancel flights most airlines are pretty good well they'll yeah. let you change it or like yeah rental car companies like they will accommodate you well i just so because my flight was with air canada to go to denver and to change it was gonna be like 375 dollars u.s and I thought, that's ridiculous. And I had $200 credit with United. So I just found a flight with United and I paid 100 Canadian for the fare difference. And mm. I called Air Canada and just said, hey, I'm not going to be making my outbound flight. Did they give you a credit? No, because that one was booked through a travel agency. Someone else paid for mm. that flight. Um, but the travel agency were a little snotty about it. They were uh, like, they're going to cancel your entire flight if you're a no-show. And I'm like, actually, I spoke to Air Canada. They were pretty accommodating. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, I'm just flying out of United, and I had to call the rental car company and negotiate. We talked about this in our winter road trip episode, a one-way drop-off fee. Yeah. So, essentially, I have to pay 500 US to drop it off at the Denver airport instead of driving it back to LAX. But... LAX is 1,600 kilometers away, so factor in a couple nights hotel, all the gas, all the food, what I'd spend, yeah. I'd spend way more than 500 driving back, yeah. Yeah, well, that's where so. it comes in, where you have to be, I think when you're traveling, like, it's great to have a plan, but you also just have to be a little bit loose, and yeah. this is why, do, you know, you do the things where you do book direct with airlines or... You know, if you do want to make changes, because and since I'm dropping the car off early, I'm actually saving five hundred dollars that I won't be paying for the car rental. So I'm fine with it because mentally I'm still spending what I thought I would spend. Yeah, you're staying Um, within budget. Well, that's good. Yeah. Speaking of budget. Yeah. Oh, do you know? Do you know what's been a game changer on this road trip that I've never done before? We talk every year about trying new ways of travel or doing something new. Yeah. I, for the very first time, am using TrustedHouseSitters.com. Yes. I have heard so much about this. As somebody that owns two cats, yeah. and, and I usually, for the most part, I always have people, I have neighbors and a friend of mine generally will look after the cats while I'm away. But yeah, people have mentioned Trusted House Sitter to me where they're like, hey, if you couldn't find, like for whatever reason, if your friends or neighbors couldn't look after them, you could actually just have somebody stay in your place and look after the cats and house it it. is the most mutually beneficial site that i've ever come across essentially what it is for anyone who doesn't know is you go on it there is a sign up fee and actually after we post this episode i'll post a link to our twitter 
and on Facebook for anyone who might be interested so that you can get a chunk of money off if you want to sign up. There is a sign-up fee, and the reason for that is because, A, they verify your identity. They do government checks. Mm. You get liability insurance for while you're staying at someone else's house, and you have 24 access to an entire network of veterinarians. Okay. So if the pets you're sitting for at all have any... Yeah. Concerns or issues, you can call and speak to a vet 24 hours. That's where I would be really. Because, yes. As anyone that does know me and my cats, I am <laughs> yeah. like a crazy cat lady. I've turned into mm-hmm. one of those where they are my. They're my babies. And I would yeah. be very nervous about just leaving them with random people. Can you do reviews on there as well? Like you leave, oh, they get reviews of, yeah. 100%. So, well, A, most people do also leave their specific vet information and say, if anything happens, I've already spoken to my vet. You can take it right there and they'll charge me. Like they'll mm. bill me. Like, so, um, but yeah, there's definitely reviews. I have tons of reviews from people I've sat for. The people I sit for have reviews. So it's been pretty great. And I and then so so what? It's free accommodation. So essentially, yeah. And that's what I meant by mutually beneficial. So it's free accommodation for me. I have no accommodation costs on this trip other than if I want to book in at a hotel for some nights. Um, And they aren't paying for house sitters. Yeah. So I, you know, house sat an old, a 13 year old dog in Denver who literally Mm. just needed to be fed and let out yeah that was it well that's the thing Um, like for 10 days pet sitters are not cheap i don't know what it's like in australia canada but again as somebody that has two cats i have looked into pet sitters in my area and they're like they range between like 15 to 25 pounds a day for them to come and just come for about half an hour feed your cats maybe play with them a bit and the thing is with my cats like they're pretty like standoffish with people until they get to know them So Mm. I always think, like, I'm just paying someone to come over where my cats are going to hide under the bed anyways (laughs) the whole time for them just to leave out some food. Like, I have an automatic feeder that I could, like, leave them for a few days. But, but yeah, but it's – so my point is, yeah, it's not cheap. And I would much rather let somebody actually stay here, Mm -hmm. which – The cats would get more comfortable. Yeah. They would get attention too. Yeah. And somebody's in my place. Like, if I were to go away for a couple weeks, I would rather somebody – be here to look after and water my plants like just things like that it's yeah it's such a good mutual it's brilliant because i literally wake up earlier than i actually normally would because the dogs where i am right now there's two dogs Mm. yeah and i feed them let them out i do water they have a vegetable garden here so i water that and then i can leave the dogs during the day and i just have to be sure to be back in the evening to feed them let them out again and but i walk them and it's great. And what's been interesting that I didn't expect is that, A, I'm getting up earlier. So it's actually been really good for a routine. A routine, I probably yeah, wouldn't structure. have had otherwise. Yeah. But then it's for because I have to be back in the evening for them again. I'm actually doing more with my day. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, I have to get this in because I have to go back. Yeah. Um. So it's been fantastic. And also, of course... Like, it's just cheaper. I'm cooking for myself more. Yeah. That's always good when you are traveling somewhere and you have a kitchen. Like, food costs are always, you know, what actually eats up your budget. And you get sick of eating out all the time. Like, I know when I've traveled long, sort of more long haul, long haul, long term. What's the word I'm looking for? I just remember when you and I went to Iceland, because in in Iceland, they can't grow a lot of vegetables. No. 
and uh, potatoes. especially during the winter yeah yeah they can they can pretty much grow root vegetables that's it and by yeah. the end of the trip you and i were like we just need a vegetable and there was a quiznos who clearly imported their lettuce oh and yeah we were like this is the first real vegetable Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Yeah, yeah, let it, yeah, that's right. Whereas here, like, house-sitting, everyone's super cool. They're like, help yourself to whatever you want. Mm. And obviously, I don't want to eat, like their main things but i'm no. like cooking and getting creative and here they have a massive vegetable garden so they're yeah. like you know take well, whatever you want out of the garden but that's the nice thing when you are you are in accommodation like when i was in santorini this year so i did i went to santorini i think i've mentioned it before um mm-hmm. but we wanted to book like you know you can stay in the really like sort of picturesque instagram worthy places in like Ia, which is that that's if you look at santorini on instagram that's what you see it's a little yeah. place called Ia, and it is so expensive to stay they're the ones that have like the cave pools and all that yeah and we were like we want to stay in like a nice villa with a kitchen yeah because santorini isn't cheap like it's not cheap there and we're like we want to cook um and so we did so we booked a place that was more it, it wasn't, like, the cheapest place, but we had this, like, beautiful kitchen um, and, like, dining room that we actually mm-hmm. cooked the majority of our meals, and we only ate out a few times. And it actually saved us. Like, when I look at what we actually spent, I think we saved a ton versus yeah. if we'd stayed in one of these, like, boutique hotels, but we had to eat out three, you know, three times a day, we would have been spending so much more money. Exactly. Yeah. So... That, and that's what even, you know, people say to me often, like, how do you travel, like, for so long? That's so, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, it's still not obviously cheap. The rental car itself yeah. is costing me the equivalent of what rent would be in Melbourne every month. Um, but you learn how to stretch a budget. And you yeah, put your money into what's going to be important. Or, I mean, we even talked about it in last week's episode, like, business traveling like a lot of that you know if you're business traveling like a lot of that stuff's going to be paid for 
by your yeah. company. So you could look at, you know, the money you do have and again, like, you know, upgrading to a business business class. Like if you've got the spare money and you if you know that's something that you want to try out, do it. But it's looking well, at your budget and going, where can I actually save something to spend more on this area? Sure. Yeah. And that's why I think trusted house sitters has been amazing. Because when you don't have accommodation costs on the road for months. Yeah. Holy hell. Yeah. Accommodation <laughs> that's and a food. Game changer. Accommodation and food. Like eating out every day, which again, I get sick of by the end mm-hmm. of a trip. Like I sometimes I'm like, I just want to go home and cook some pasta and put butter on it. Like just something so basic because you get yeah. tired of it eating out and it's just... Yeah, so if you have somewhere you can stay for free with a kitchen that you can cook your own meals, why not? Yeah. And, if, and if it means that you have to feed a cat or water a plant, like, fine. Yeah. Like, the payoff is actually, it's more beneficial. You're getting more benefit in this than... But yeah, I don't know. No, no. I, well, I don't know, like, because, and- again, a pet, pet sitters are not cheap nowadays. Like, and again. I find it's pretty similar to, you know, the way I would use couch surfing. Because my ethos i guess when i travel is always to to leave a place better than you found it yeah um so my denver house it the woman the airport was like 40 minutes away it wasn't far geographically Mm -hmm. it's just driving across denver and so i i dropped her and her kids off at the airport and picked them up so she they didn't have to drive out there pay for the car airport parking all week like she was like this is amazing like my profile i i've said it before and i'll say it again if i ever die at my funeral oh my just read my couch surfing and trusted house sitters okay because they are the best of me well and also yeah because i am giving your obituary steph has told me this for years my eulogy or is that the same thing eulogy is what you put in the paper oh right well that's fine i'll you can write that too i'll put that in the paper it'll be like yeah (laughs) excellent it'll be good but no you're you're... Bramford expositor (laughs) this bitch died (laughs) steph's dead um but yeah your eulogy yeah steph's always told me i have to be the one to give eulogize me eulogize i don't even know anyways don't worry (laughs) i will pull up your review i'm gonna pull up all your couch surfing and like trusted house sitter reviews yes 100 percent and you'll be like, I'll know who they met. Yeah. I'm like, well, I don't know if I agree with this one. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm going to put a link to this, uh, to Trusted House Sitters online. If anyone's interested in checking it out, the cost of it is about the equivalent of a one night, one night stay in a hotel. So. Okay. I need to hard look at this. to go wrong. I think I'll be Honestly. the one bringing people in at some point. Like, yeah, I'll have someone the- stay here. I feel like at some point, because my my poor neighbors that live upstairs, I've been gone so much this year yeah. that I have asked them, oh, they're the loveliest couple, but they only moved in last year. And we got to know each other. They were like, if you're ever away, <laughs> yeah. let us know. We can look, look after the cats. I'm like, wow, you're going to regret this. And sure mm-hmm. enough, this year, I've been gone so much that I feel like every other week I'm messaging them like, hey, can you look after the cats? <laughs> hey. Um, yeah, and I'm starting to feel like maybe I'm asking too much of them. So I feel like I need to look at maybe, you know, yes. this this site. Yeah, it is brilliant. So, and on this trip, I've gone now, not just Utah and Colorado, I've done a lot of New Mexico, way more of Arizona than I ever did before. And just had a brilliant time. And I usually advocate for couch surfing, which I've used a lot in my life and I love. But 
with couch surfing too, you have to be on a little bit because you're mm-hmm. staying with someone. And a lot of times they want to entertain you or show you their town. And sometimes you just want to not have to be on. I think this is why I've never tried couch surf- surfing because yeah. I am, I think, more of an introvert. Again, yeah. as I always say, I'm an extroverted or introverted extrovert. I can't remember. But like I like my own yes. space, especially with I mean, you're, if it's you or my sister or whatever, like, that's fine. I don't care if we're in each other's business. But, like, people I don't know, like, we, I mean, yeah. we could talk about the whole sharing beds thing or sharing rooms. We know how I feel about that. But, like, being in the stranger's home and then, like you said, feeling like you have to act, you know, they want to show you something. You're like, oh, amazing. Like, and if you don't actually care, it's like, oh, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's exhausting. Like, I, yeah. So I'm... This is probably yeah. why I've never done it. Yeah. No. So, and this has been good because I'm in Colorado Springs right now and I'm at that point. I've been on the road for over two months now where I've hit that point where I just wanted to nothing for a little bit. Like, so yeah. when I got to Colorado Springs, I knew I was kind of over sightseeing because I've been go, 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 go. So I booked an off-roading Jeep tour. I also don't often do tours. Yeah. But I booked an off-roading Jeep tour where I'll do Pikes Peak and Garden of the Gods, which are is a big thing here down in Colorado Springs. And I just decided, I'm like, you know what? A, I invested in it. Mm-hmm. It was not a cheap experience. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know what? If that's all I do there, I'm actually happy with that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to like, I will check out some microbreweries that are here and look really good. Um, I'm going for a massage today. Like I'm nice. just enjoying that downtime and working. Slow travel, yeah, just... slow travel. We're actually, we talked about this. We're, we're going to do an episode all about slow travel at some point, yes, but, we will. but slow travel. I think, uh, yeah, I'm not going to get into much detail on that, but that's what you're doing right now. And we're all about that slow travel lifestyle now, now that we're a bit older, you know, <laughs> you know, we got to take it easy. Yeah. Yeah. So, gotta... Watch these knees. Yeah. I feel like I need to do more of the slow travel. I think I've done a little bit of it this year, but a lot of my trips this year have, they have not been slow travel. (laughs) They've been like a lot of business trips, which we, again, we talked about in our last episode and like maximizing those. Going away for like my friend's bachelorette or Hindu party, they call it a Hindu Mm -hmm. over here. Um, So it's been good, but I've been go, 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 go. And I mean, where have I gone? So I mean, I've talked about Santorini. That was a nice slow travel, you know, experience where we did, as I said, we booked a villa. We just had some chill time and it was nice just to like sit by the pool and read. I mean, I think I read like three books. Can I just say I started reading Harry Potter? What? (laughs) That surprises me. (laughs) I know. I had the Harry Potter books when I was a kid and I never read them. And then when I was away with my friend she was like i had a i got a kindle she was like read the bloody harry potter books already because you're 30 something years old and because you've never read them i'm like all right fine this will be the trip if i'm just sitting by the pool and reading i love it where i get into them so i actually read three of them while i was there so i'm a i don't know what you call it a potter potterhead is that what they're called i you're asking the wrong you've never read them either no. Have you seen the films? I actually just in 2022 watched all of them from beginning to end. Oh, well, I'm going to read yeah. the books first and then I'm going to watch the films. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> so you read Harry Potter and Santorini. Yeah. Um, where else have you been? Because I feel like you've been to a lot of places. Yeah. Even when we try to record, I'm always like, do you want to record this weekend? You're like, I can't. I'm in Dubai. I can't. So I've done, I've done Dubai. Dubai has been work trips. Mm-hmm. I've been to Dubai before. Dubai is one of those places. Me personally, I don't get it. I don't understand the what's the word i'm looking for appeal the appeal the, the appeal yeah i've been once when it hasn't been work related mm-hmm. but i do know a lot of people that love going to dubai you you've got hot weather you've got beaches you do have nice restaurants you've got good entertainment i get that aspect of it um would i go there for fun <laughs> probably not but i feel like Dubai is comparable to Paris in the way that because the girl who does my eyebrows is currently in Paris for two months on her honeymoon Mm -hmm. and she married a very wealthy man CEO of a global company yeah and the things they're doing I'm like oh I can get she's gonna love Paris when she comes back yeah because if you can afford all the really expensive stuff the whole way through yeah. Very different experience. And I feel like that's Dubai for some yes. people. Like they and spend a lot on hotels, a lot on restaurants. It's and- all about the hotel restaurant culture. Yeah. Like that's what people do there. Um, which yeah. is probably a good thing. When I do go, I'm just going with work. Who pays for my hotel? We go for dinners. So I probably yeah. actually have a really good experience, but like just not really my my thing. Yeah. Um, but don't get me wrong. I'll definitely like, especially in the middle of winter, if they're like, oh, you want to go to Dubai for a week to go and meet with work people? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like sit me, like I can go out to the pool in the the morning. (laughs) Like, you know, I'm not stuck in like bleak gray old London. Um, granted I said that and now in the summer, it's basically as hot as Dubai in London. London is on, the UK is on fire right now. Yeah. Literally and figuratively. The UK is just a absolute dumpster fire right now, but. Anyways, who needs Spain when you can come to the UK in the middle of, I mean, global warming, guys. It's 32 degrees right now at five o'clock at night. (laughs) But yeah, but then Israel. Yeah. So as I mentioned, never been to Israel before. It was my first time. And I literally entered with a bang, got into a car accident. (laughs) Well, you didn't. A car crashed into you. A car. Well, no. So there was six car pileup. We were the last one. We were the oh. last one in oh, the pileup, and I didn't realize how little English was spoken. Yeah, I had that same experience in Brazil. Yeah. I assumed English would be much more common yeah. than it was. So, two o'clock in the morning, in the middle of a highway, major highway, standing there, smashed up cars everywhere, police, ambulance everywhere. I'm standing with my suitcase, and everyone just keeps running up to me speaking to me in Hebrew and I'm speaking back in English and they have no idea what I'm saying. And I'm like, what do I do? It was one of those scenarios. I'm like, what am I meant to do right now? Because I need to get to my hotel. I've never been here before. Nobody speaks English, which I was so surprised of. Um, (laughs) And I just was in one of those like sort of panic modes where I'm like, do I, do I start walking? Like, I don't, I don't know. Anyway. So finally there was a car that drove up to me and the man in the car spoke some English. And he said, where, where are you going? And I said, Herzliya. So it's right outside of Tel Aviv, about 20 minutes. Um, he, he said, yeah, get in my, get in this car. We'll take you. Well, 
sure enough, I just get into a random man's car. I get into a car with two stranger yeah. men. Stranger danger. And I'm like, sure, yeah. take me. And I'm sitting in the back of the car, and I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Like, I just jump into a random man's car. There's two men, and I'm like... And I just start... These are the things you do when you're in shock. When you don't know what to do. think rationally. No, and I was just like... And then I was sitting in the back of the car. I'm like, what am I doing? And... But they took you there, right? They did, because I was like... I, I, They could tell I was visibly upset. It had been a really long night. Honestly, like, this whole accident... There was people that were actually, like, injured and... Anyways, and the guy, I think he realized that I was freaking out because I was sitting in the back of this, like, stranger car or stranger's car and the guy driving explained in broken English that he was a taxi driver and the guy okay. in the passenger seat, it was his taxi. And basically what they were saying was like, come in, come like, I'll drop him off and then I'll drop you off. I'm like, okay, fine. So anyways, he got me to where I needed to go, but like it wasn't. Yeah. I, I told my, when I went into work the next day, you know, everyone was yeah. like, Oh my God, thank God you're okay. But like so many people said to me, they're like, you cannot jump into random people's cars in uh, israel you know what, though? Like, well, it's like you're not stupid you know that yeah it's when you're in shock you do things you wouldn't like you're not yeah. thinking rationally so great that they said that to you also not helpful no i'm like well in hindsight <laughs> i'm like what did you want me to do at three o'clock in the morning like you know it was yeah, it, yeah. start walking down a highway well, and like, I, always, I, I thought as well i'm like i'm in a country i feel like i'm in a very safe country like would i have done this i don't know i i I even thought, like, if I was in the U.S., would I do this? I don't think I would have. It's weird. Like, I had those motions that kind of went through my head, and I'm like, I there's probably certain places I wouldn't have done it. But in Israel, I'm like, I felt safe. Uh, yeah. Maybe I was wrong, too. I guess, I mean, everything's so situational, too. Like, in the moment, it's one thing to tell people what happened, and it's quite another to be in the moment. You're making judgment calls about, and granted... There's lots of bad people in the world who can come across good. Um, but you're making situational judgment calls mm. that no one else can understand in yeah. the moment. Well, and so, yeah. And when you're yeah. traveling and you're in, everything is foreign, especially yeah. if it's somewhere you've never been. If this had happened in a country I'd been at before and I knew, I don't know, like a, which. I didn't even know what the company like taxi name was that I was in. Like everything was totally brand new. And you're right. You yeah. just end up doing things that you probably wouldn't normally do, even in places that you are comfortable in, which is weird because it's almost like it should be the other way around. But <sighs> well, I'm glad you're all right. I remember messaging you and you were like still on the road and I was driving. Yeah. So I was like trying not to read my phone. I actually pulled over at one point because you had a lot of messages come through and I was like, oh, my God. But I'm glad you're okay. Like, that's first and foremost what always matters most. Yeah. And this is why you need good travel insurance, guys. Yeah. Cannot in- reinforce that enough. Yeah. <laughs> car accident in Israel. Now, post-car accident, was there anything cool you loved about Israel or was it all work for you? Israel was basically all work. Okay. It was very, you- yeah, just structured. I didn't have, I didn't tack on any additional days because I just didn't have the time because I'd been away <laughs> so much yeah. earlier in the year. Um, have you been anywhere else this we- year where you were like traveling for personal just for fun? Well, I did. So I finally did Venice. We talked about Venice yes. in like one of our New Year's resolution episodes a couple years ago and I was going to go and have a romantic solo 
trip <laughs> on my own and then COVID hit. And yeah. so once everything opened up, I booked a flight to Venice and I did a little, I was there for, I think about a week. I went to Venice and Florence. I had to go to Florence. Okay. It's like an hour, two hours on the train away. And I had a little romantic solo trip in Italy. But did did you see dolphins in the canal? I didn't. I was hoping okay. to see the dolphins. <laughs> it's just, um, we've gone back. We've gone back to pre-pandemic times. Did you do the gondola ride? Do you know what? I did not get on a gondola. <gasps> I didn't get on a gondola. I know. <laughs> That's fine. It was one of those things. I just, I was so, I had such a packed schedule. I actually planned yeah. a bunch of stuff. Okay. And the gondola ride, so it was still a little bit chilly there, but they were really expensive. And oh, I believe when it. you kind of look around, like there's just fucking gondolas like everywhere in the canal. And I was like, I don't really care if I actually get on the boat, like a boat and do it. Um, I did like a good like food tour. So like, you know, Italian food tour in the evening. We w- mm. went around, tasted wines and ate some nice food. Um, You know, I did... What else did I actually do? Just like walking around Venice. Like I didn't feel the need. The idea of like doing a gondola ride was there, but I just didn't do it. I just never got I, around to doing it. I secretly love that you didn't do it though. Cause I think that's a great example of sometimes when you're traveling, you do things not even necessarily cause you want to, you think you have to. And sometimes those things are really expensive. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're right. And I remember I messaged you, I went to Park City in Utah, which is where a lot of Olympic events were held when Utah held the Winter Olympics. And so I went to Olympic Park more so because, A, well, A, I thought I would see Olympic rings. And I was like, you know what, that'd be cool to see the big, Mm -hmm. like, Olympic rings. And they don't have those there. Could have Googled that before, probably. Mm -hmm. But I got out, parked, and was walking around, and, and I remember voice noting you and being like... I don't even know why I'm here. Like, I came here because I felt like I should. Like, I have to. I'm like, yeah. yeah. I was like, I actually, and at least I didn't spend any money doing it. But I was like, I don't care that the slope events were held here. Like, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. It's like, again, we, we say, like, you don't have to do all the things just because everyone else says you should do it. And that's the thing. When yeah. I came back from Venice, everyone was like, oh, you didn't go on a gondola? I'm like, no. I got lots of pictures of gondolas and, you know, the picture has sort of like Venice, but I'm like, did I feel the need to get on one and spend like 50 pounds? Like, not really. It was fine. I would much rather like spend my money on nice food. I mean, I drank about a million Aperol spritz. Um, (laughs) One day I was very hungover. I forgot how hungover I get from those Aperol spritzes. But, but yeah, but it was beautiful. Florence as well. It was busy as well. And I was also there for Carnival. Actually, in Venice, I, it was one of those, again, we've done this so many times stuff where you and I have booked something somewhere and something just happens to be on. And I feel the like Fringe we, Festival in Scotland. Fringe, yeah. And so Carnival was on in Venice and it was, it was so cool. Like people were walking around in like these old sort of like, just like costumes and ball gowns and putting on shows. It was, yeah, it was, but it was busy. It was rammed. Like tourists were back in Venice. I remember those pictures when you were at Carnival and I was like, what is going on here? Yeah. Like that looks so cool. No, it was good. Um, it was a good little solo trip. And even when, so it was funny cause I did, I did Venice and Vienna this year and I keep like 
mixing them up all the time. So I'll be like, oh, when I was in Vienna, I went to Carnival. And people are like, do you mean Venice? And I'm like, yes. But I went. Oh. I went to both this year. So no, I also went to Vienna. So Austria had always been a country on my... I mean, every country in the world is on my, like, must-do list. But Austria has been on my, like, European list for so long. And I just haven't done it yet. And so we've talked about this, where we really love the aspect of traveling now when you can go visit a friend and you go yeah. somewhere to actually see someone and a really good friend of mine who works in radio she has a show she works in in philadelphia in the u.s um and she records this like music program and they were recording some of these shows in europe where they were like interviewing a bunch of like independent bands and artists and then having them on the show anyway so they she was going to be in vienna so she messaged me and she's like, we're doing this, like, recording there. Do you want to come to Vienna? I'm like, yes. Like, this is, how perfect <laughs> yeah, is this? How good. This is so cool. And so I worked there. The great thing about working remotely now is that I can kind of work from anywhere. Um, And then I spent, like, four or five days wa- watching my friend do these recordings of her show. So they did the recordings in this, like, old broadcasting building at one of, like, the big sort of radio stations there, which was really cool. And I kind of feel like I got to like have this like sort of alternative Vienna experience where like even though I walked around and saw the sights and everything I got to do something that was quite unique like and going into this old broadcast building and watching these bands like perform live and my friend recording her radio show and it was just like I was sitting there I'm like how awesome is this that I'm in Europe seeing one of my really good friends from home working doing her thing and also well, ticking one of the countries and like cities off my list. It's always been there. Yeah, I love that. And what a good tie into our last episode. Like when, because I was, when we recorded, I was in Vegas and I was kind of tagging along on a girlfriend's mm. work trip. And you basically did the same thing. And we yeah. didn't even think of that when we recorded yeah, that's that. That's true, actually. So yeah, when my friend <laughs> yeah. Reina was, yeah, in Vienna, like she just told me what hotel they were staying at. I booked a room there. And. Then otherwise, like I just, you know, there was a group of them and I just would hang out with them and have drinks and whatever, go watch the recordings. And I was so like, part what of was the- your favorite thing about Vienna? Honestly, like just I think Vienna has this very like, well, it does like music and sort of art scene. Um, okay. And it's really known for that. And so apart from being in, it's called Funk House and it's like mm-hmm. the old, it's like a basically it's 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 almost like the the bbc in the uk or the cbc in canada and so they you know so just being able to go inside and again watch these like recordings of my friend's show and just being in this old sort of building but i also went to a music museum there and it's just like sort of the history of like classical music and you know they just you know it's just one of those old museums where you can learn about music and sound not even just music but sound and like it was one of those like very cool sort of interactive kind of museums. But anyways, it's a very cool city if you're into like music and art. But yeah, and otherwise, it's just beautiful. You walk around and it's just one of those old European grand oh. cities. I love that. I definitely, I mean, it's still on my list. So. Well, we can go next time you're here. Perfect. So yeah, but I mean, yeah, we've been busy little bees this year, haven't we? very busy and i cannot wait to see you where we will be recording our 100th episode together which is exciting 
very exciting. Meant to be. Yeah, I don't know what we've got planned yet for it, but I mean, I just can't believe we're going to make it to 100 episodes. Who knew? We've got some tricks up our sleeves. We'll have something special for the listeners, and we will see you in episode 100. All the Shit I've Learned Abroad is a travel podcast focused on anything and everything related to travel. You can listen to us on multiple platforms from iTunes to Google Play Music and more. And with that, please, if you have a chance, give us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever platform you listen on. That drives us up the charts and really, really helps us out. Want to support us on Patreon? Find us over at Shit I've Learned Abroad Pod and donations start as low as just one dollar. Also, if you could follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Shit Abroad Pod and Facebook by searching all the shit I've learned abroad. Thanks so much for listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.